Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. And now with KHON2 weather, Chris Latronic. Aloha my kako, it is 6.52 on this Aloha Friday. We almost had a Bob Ross moment and then these uh, low-level clouds coming over the Ko'olaus uh, kind of ruined it. But it's still, you can see, if these clouds weren't gone, it would just be beautiful pinks, oranges, yellows with that sunrise. But right now, uh, we're just still just waiting. Right now, you can see what's going on with our current conditions. Uh, 64 is your dew point. 73 degrees is what it feels like. That's pretty comfortable. Same with the humidity. And uh, we're still waiting on the sunrise. Just about to peak at 6.56. Here's a live look at what's going on on our Doppler radar and satellite. You can see the cloud cover being pushed over from that low uh, pressure trough that's to the west of us. And uh, that's giving us the nice clouds that we like for the sunrise. What's not is the trade uh, winds giving us those, uh, uh, those embedded rain clouds that's been given a shower activity for our windward sides. And even heavy at times, you can see Mount Vaiale seeing some yellows and oranges as it comes on shore. Same with the Ko'olaus earlier, but at the end of it, you can see not so much. Just a little bit of green cloud cover triggering mostly over the Ko'olaus with this inversion troughing that's happening. Here's your wind speed starting to pick up more. 22 minutes from Lehui, uh, 22 <laughs> miles per hour, excuse me. 16 from Honolulu and Kaunakakai and Lanai City. Uh, Kailua Kona kind of sheltered right now. Because of the winds, we've got a small craft advisor high surf advisory, as well as a wind advisory uh, for uh, Maui County, Lanai, as well as Kohala Coast for uh, Hawaii County, Ohana. So wherever you are, be safe out there. Here's your extended forecast. You can see the rain kind of subsides a little bit towards the weekend, but those winds, not so much all the way into next week, uh, where we hopefully see breezier conditions instead of super windy as we enter next weekend. But overall, just uh, get used to it. But for now, let's check that surf. Send things over to Surf News Network's Gary Cooley. He's got the answer for what's going on with this surf. GQ, brah, where hey. we going to rip this weekend? Hey, 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 well, we're going to go rip the North Shore and the East Side. I'll tell you, Makapu'u 4 to 6, Chris, and uh, big breaking way outside. We've got Sandy Beach, a heavy, like, steel at gas chambers, 3 to 5. And we're looking at one to three foot chop at Diamond Head. Southern shores are flat to a foot and a half, and same for Makaha. And the North Shore is stirring. There's a tiny northwest trying, and there's some windswell wrap, one to two plus, maybe at Rocky Point. Uh, we're hoping for a better swell tomorrow. But you know what? Ehukai is looking really fun, and it's on the Bay Equity Route 99 Pipeline Bodyboarding Championships. It's on at Ehukai today. It's a four-day event. We're going to get the men's and women's bodyboarding and also some drop knee out there and body surfing, of course. That's the 45th Annual Pipe Body Surfing Classic. So the North Shores goes no matter what. So what else? All the, all the advisories in the book because of the winds and waves. Uh, the high tide here was at, right about now. Low tide's at 1 o'clock at minus 0.1. Sun will set for the green flash, 633, and rise for the weekend at 655. China has released a peace plan proposal as the world marks the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The proposal calls for a ceasefire and would put an immediate end to all sanctions against Russia. Many Western leaders say the plan is a non-starter, but some welcome it as a sign that China's getting more involved in the peace process. Beijing is one of Russia's few remaining allies. Back here at home, an investigation is underway after a deadly house fire in Makiki. About 40 firefighters responded to the two-alarm blaze, putting out the flames within minutes. Crews found the body of an elderly man on the floor outside of the home 
and the body of an elderly woman inside one of the bedrooms. As you can imagine, neighbors are still in shock. Oh, it was horrendous. It was, there was so much billowing smoke coming out of it. You know, it's going to be hard to sleep tonight thinking about them. Yeah. HFD is working to determine the cause of the fire. A final report is expected in the coming days. The State Charter School Commission has voted not to renew the contract for a Kamalani Academy in Wahiwa. The commission said it issued a notice of concerns to the school in 2021 and last year regarding the school's admission, enrollment, and what it described as an unauthorized virtual learning program. The school can appeal this decision to the Board of Education, but if the revocation stands, the closure would begin at the end of this school year, and there would not be a 2023-24 school year. Kamalani Academy serves about 150 students from kindergarten through the eighth grade. Ukraine's president is pushing for victory this year as he and other Ukrainians mark the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion, which he called the longest day of our lives. In a defiant video addressed this morning, President Vladimir Zelensky called the terror unleashed a year ago by the Russian assault that triggered Europe's biggest and deadliest conflict since World War II. And more U.S. aid is going to Ukraine. The Pentagon announcing this morning a new $2 billion commitment to send more rounds of ammunition and a variety of small high-tech drones. The announcement comes just days after President Biden made an unannounced visit to Kyiv and pledged America's continuing commitment to the country. Here in the islands, the group Hawaii Stands with Ukraine will hold an observance and walk at the state capitol to mark the one-year anniversary of what it calls the illegal invasion of Ukraine. A moment of silence will be held and some local lawmakers are expected to comment. The observance begins at 4 o'clock this afternoon and everyone is invited. We're following developments on the Big Island with an update on the investigation into the murder of Dana Ireland. Chief Ben Moskowitz says a detective has been reviewing the 1991 murder and they've identified at least six people who they now want to interview. We've never really given up our search and even when the prosecutors presented the, the case against Mr. Schweitzer, uh, they, were, they were really clear that uh, there's always been this suspect, this unidentified male number one suspect who's out there. Albert Ian Schweitzer spent decades behind bars before being exonerated for the crime earlier this year. The chief says the department is using new DNA testing to hopefully solve the case. On Oahu, the city is weighing its options between installing raised crosswalks or speed humps on Kapi'olani Boulevard, where a teenager was killed last week. Now, while both options are meant to slow down traffic near Kamake'e Street, the city says each has its own benefits and challenges. The Department of Transportation Services says it has come to an agreement with the state on the project and will begin work as soon as possible. The speed humps that we're talking about would be placed somewhere between 150 to 250 feet prior to the intersection. If it can save one person, you know, that's already a positive for us. Although it shouldn't come down to, you know, pedestrians getting hit. But it's a step forward. McKinley High School principal Ron Okamura wants to see more done on Pensacola Street as well. The DOT will begin work on red light cameras at the Kapiolani and Kamake intersection beginning Monday. 
And it's an invitation to celebrate 47 years of history. We are talking about a final farewell to Aloha Stadium. And it's taking place tomorrow. Bryce Moore joins us live from Halava with a preview. Morning, Bryce. Good morning, Ross and Christine. Yes, and talk about history. I am standing in front of a bunch of newspaper clippings from all-star high school players who played here at Aloha Stadium. It dates all the way back to 1975. And oh my goodness, talk about what a community gathering place this place truly is. It's not just college football. It's not just used for exhibitions. It was used for high school gatherings where families got to come together to watch their children play. And it's just something that will never be taken away. And right now I'm gonna bring in the Aloha Stadium manager, Ryan Andrews, just to talk about, you brought this up earlier when I spoke with you on Thursday, is that this is more than just a football stadium. What does this place mean to locals? Yeah, no question. This is definitely a community gathering place. So like you said, it's hosted everything from really Pop Warner football all the way to the greatest NFL performers. It's had concerts, it's had band events. People graduated from high school here, thousands. So it definitely holds um, a place in people's hearts. Absolutely. And now. Come tomorrow, are you hoping to maybe see some of these names that are on this wall maybe show up? Well, I think we're going to see quite a few. Uh, we know for a fact that many are going to be coming, but we hope that those that haven't uh, told us that they will show up as well. So it should be a fun day to celebrate a facility that really has served this state for the last 50 years. Absolutely. Talk about that service. What has it provided to not only sports fans, but to the people? Well, I said it's a gathering place. And, you know, every, you know, state or metro area needs a gathering place. And this has served as that gathering spot. Uh, for Oahu, really for the for the state as a whole, and like you said, it's hosted everything from sports uh, to entertainment, even just to you know, expos and fun runs and, and you know everything under the sun. So neat. Now, for tomorrow, is this this hallway is going to be open? People can walk through and take a look at all this. Most definitely. So we're opening up kind of the the back corridors, as we call it, which includes this area here. All the locker rooms will be open where we have them uh, decorated with fantastic memorabilia. We partnered with. Um, a lot of people in the community to bring memorabilia in as well. So it's not just our memorabilia, it's memorabilia from other people in the community to really show off what has taken place here. Got it, so very neat. And now I'm gonna be taking a look in the locker room in just a second, as well as some items that are gonna be available for auction as well. Yeah, that's right. So we, as we, in a sense, clean house and move on to the next iteration of the Aloha Stadium 2.0, uh, we'll be taking a lot of stuff with us to that next stadium, but a lot of stuff we're getting rid of as well. So we do have an auctions, online auctions taking place with Oahu Auctions, and that will also be taking place here on Saturday. Got it. All right, so you heard it here. Come tomorrow. This will be a truly a celebration of life of this Aloha Stadium. I can't wait, and I'm sure there are thousands of people who can't wait as well. For now, I'm Bryce Moore reporting to you live from Aloha Stadium. Back to you in the studio, Ross and Christine. And that was your Aloha Friday morning news. Find all these stories and more on KHON2.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Then tune in right back here on Monday at 7 a.m. for everything you need to know with KHON2Go.